Welcome to Lafrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. Orly quickly dropped Leslie's hand, and her eyes darted to the ground. Leslie eyed her suspiciously, before retraining her gaze on the regal figure before her. Kaelin allowed his face to show only a second of pain, before composing himself, and greeting them as the king he was. Welcome. I'm told you are Miss Sharp's roommate. I am Kaelin Quillwasp, King of Lafrisia. Orly didn't need to see Leslie to feel her questioning glare at Kaylin's descriptor. Leslie Henderson, Orly's girlfriend. Nice to meet you. No one breathed. No one moved. Orly thought the ground might actually open and swallow her whole. For a moment, she wished it would. Right. My apologies. It's lovely to meet you, Miss Henderson. Shall we? Without so much as a glance at Orly, Kaylin turned and walked further into the library. Nix and Dominic threw her a reassuring glance, and she could have sworn she saw Shelby offer an empathetic smirk before sauntering after Kaylin. Roommate, huh? In my defense, I didn't tell him that. Dominic did. And why did he tell him that? Do you remember that ex I told you about? Mr. Wrong Place, Wrong Time? Yeah. <laughs> well... The king? Seriously? He wasn't a king when we met. So that's why he looked so bothered by us holding hands. <laughs> For a minute I thought we had a bigot in our midst. No, no, of course not. He's not like that. Billy, are you alright? I'll get back to you on that. Orly and Leslie caught up to the rest of their group in the heart of the first floor. Looking up, they saw at least a dozen floors filled to the brim with tall, slender bookshelves, seemingly crafted from black vines. The floor was a black, glittering, metallic surface that left a silver outline as their feet hit the ground. Well, this place is cheery. It's certainly a ridiculous display, isn't it? Jealousy was always a lovely color on you, Dominic. Appearing from behind one of the vine-like bookshelves was a colossal individual with pale blue skin. They wore a casual, light gray cloak over a muted tunic. Their eyes sunken and framed with eyebrows of ice glowed with a frozen sheen as they approached, 
they came to a stop near Dominic, towering over him by at least three feet. Orly knew this creature was not a regular fairy. Not like any she'd ever seen, at least. Pendrake? You're looking... cold. <laughs> oh, it's been too long, friend. <laughs> not long enough. Orly, what... what is that? I'm not sure. Miss Sharp, Miss Henderson, this is Pendrake Florian, a Hermther, more commonly known as a Frost Giant. Pendrake, this is Miss Henderson and Miss Sharp. They have never met a Frost Giant before. Orly had remembered reading about the Harimthers in her research. A type of fae that can manipulate the colder weather patterns. Ice, snow, freezing rain. Heat and sun were their weakness. Orly immediately understood their choice of location. The pleasure is all mine. What brings you to my library? What do you know of a realm called Asmar? Pendrake's frosted eyebrow, raised in surprise. I know every realm in this universe. Show off. But I have never heard of such a place. Then you don't know all of them, do you? What makes you believe it exists? I found a map. One that was intentionally hidden on the blank page of a book about the realms. Page, page 210. 210. <laughs> mm -hmm. So this blank page is a map. How did you discover this? I used an inhalator, and when I looked at the page, there it was. Fascinating. Allow me to call that book. Pendrick raised an icy hand and muttered a short phrase under their breath. Within moments, a book came whizzing through the air and landed in their palm. I could have done that. Okay, let's see here. Naha. Page 210. So fascinating. I can sense no magics. There isn't a shield covering this page. Or a memory block. It seems like the information has been entirely removed. No lasting magics. Do you know what type of creature might have that power? Hmm, hard to say. There are several different types of magic among the different races of Fae, but none that can erase knowledge from existence. So what? We're dealing with something we don't know about yet? Possible. Or, it's also possible we once did know of this type of magic, but it has been removed from our memories as well. That's a tall order to erase information from every mind that's ever known it? That would take a lot of talented individuals. Or one legendary one. What? You believe there could be legendaries from other races? We've only ever known about legendary fairies. It is possible, although anything is possible. I am simply brainstorming. Legendary? Like you? You are legendary? Yes. Extraordinary. Do you know how that happened? No, not at all. We've theorized that it could have something to do with her being born on Earth, and her powers needing to adapt on their own without an inhalator. Interesting theory. Highly unlikely, though. Yeah, well, 
I don't see you offering a theory. Perhaps there is more to her parentage than you originally thought. Most legendaries are bred from a unique combination of DNA. We know the history. Her father was Lafrisian royalty, and her mother was a commoner. Peculiar. So how do we deal with a legendary fae with powers we don't know about from a place we have no idea how to get to? Carefully. Wow. Thank you for your wisdom. Miss Sharp, perhaps you can look at other books on similar topics after using an inhalator. See if anything else reveals itself to you. Yeah, that's a great idea. Pendrick, are you able to gather any other books where information about this realm might have been stored? Of course. Dominic, care to assist me? Um, fine. What are we supposed to do? We can all look through the books they find first. If there's any information about realms, how to enter them, where to find them, other fey creatures. If we find any blank pages or spaces, we'll give them to Miss Sharp. Well, if there's one thing law school taught me, it's skimming through a lot of books in a short amount of time. I'd be happy to help. Thank you, Leslie. We will set up over there. Good luck, everyone. Shelby with us. Aye, aye, Captain. Orly felt the cold air hit her again as she and Kaylin were left alone. He attempted to avoid her eyes, but she noticed him glancing her direction every few seconds, as if he couldn't keep from looking at her. So you look... You're... Oh, sorry. No, please, after you. No, really, you go. I insist. <sighs> you look great. <laughs> like a king. Thank you. You look well yourself. You were going to say something? Oh, I... It's... It's not important. I'm sure that's not true. How have you been? I graduated from med school. I heard. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. So, how's the life of a monarch? Difficult, but rewarding. It will be better once I've fixed the mess that my predecessor left me. Ouch. I meant the other one. The one who was in the position for more than a few minutes. <sighs> Ouch, again. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend you. No, it's fine, really. You're right. I kind of wimped out, didn't I? You wanted a different life. We cannot fault you for that. Are you sure? Are you happy? Most of the time, yes. And then that's all that matters. Are you happy? Most of the time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Henderson seems lovely. She is. It's been a long time for me, Kaylin. Two and a half years. Yeah. I understand. I waited. For a while. 
It seems time was our downfall. Yeah. It appears it was. If Miss Henderson makes you happy, then that's what I hope for you. That's all I ever hoped for you. It's really good to see you, Kaylin. I've missed you. And I you, Miss Sharp. Can you knock it off with the Miss Sharp crap? I don't want to make your companion uncomfortable. She knows about us. You told her. Of course I have. You're an important part of my past, Galen. Your past. Of course. I guess we should get to reading, then. Yeah. If there's anything to be found, we'll find it. Orly's eyes followed Kalen as he retreated into the library, following the path Dominic and Pendrake had taken. She watched until he disappeared behind a series of shelves and released a breath she didn't realize she was holding. Oh, well, that could have gone much worse. So, Leslie, you seem to be taking this all very well. Yeah, much better than Ellie. She was a nervous wreck. Well, um, you know, facts are facts. No matter how far-fetched this all seems, I'm faced with a great deal of proof. Hmm. So you think that you're telling the truth at least, but you're still not so sure. What do you mean? <sighs> Shelby... Don't use your powers on Leslie without her permission. Powers? What What powers? What did you do? I can tell when people are lying. I wasn't lying. Not on purpose, at least. Shelby. I'm sorry, Leslie. It's a habit. Thank you for your apology. I am not happy about this assignment. I hate reading. It's important work. I get that, but why do I have to do it? Hey, um... Can I... Can I ask you something? Of course. Elie and the king... Was it... Serious? You know about them? Yeah, kind of. Well... Yeah. It was, but... But for Ellie... That was a long time ago. For Ellie? It's only been six months for Kaylin. Oh. You're very calm. Yeah, especially considering the whole soulmates thing. Shelby! Excuse me! Oops, sorry. Soulmate thing? What does that mean? Nice going, Shelby. I said sorry. Next. <sighs> there is a theory that Kaylin and Ellie are intrinsically tied together at a most base and primal level, much like her parents were. How do you know? Well, that's the thing. We don't know. But... Long story short, when fairies use the inhalators... The devices that help us breathe for long periods of time on Earth... Our eyes are supposed to change to a regular human shade. 
but each color has something to do with who we are. Ellie's eyes are gold because she's royalty. Ours are blue because we're in the guard. Gold isn't exactly a human shade either. Dominic once said that was by design. That whoever invented the inhalator wanted to make it so royalty could always be identified. No matter what realm they were in. It didn't matter because royals never left Lafrisia anyway. At least, not until Ellie's parents. So... Gold for Ellie. And blue for the rest of you. But Kaylin's eyes didn't turn blue. They turned grey. Grey. So what does that mean? Only one other person that we know of has used the inhalator and gotten grey. Ellie's mom. A wise fairy named Flax Rathmore theorized it could have something to do with the inherent connection to royalty. Violetta was Luke's soulmate. Her eyes were grey. <laughs> and so you think because Kaylin's eyes were grey that he's... Yep. That's the theory. <laughs> Great. There's no way to prove it. Does Ellie know? I'm not sure we ever actually told her what Flax said. Kaylin only told us after she had returned to Earth. So my girlfriend has a soulmate. That's not me. And she doesn't even know it. It's just a theory. It could mean something else entirely. Are Kaylin's eyes still gray after using the thingy? Or are they different now that he's a king? That is a great question. I don't think he's used an inhaler since he got crowned. Maybe we could ask him to use it. Just to see, if you'd like. Do I stand a chance here? What do you mean? Against them. I mean, am I holding on to someone whose entire soul is being pulled in a different direction? Ellie loves you. It's clear in the way she protects you. <laughs> She's never said it. Said what? That she loves me. You said it's clear, but... Uh, she's never actually said it to me. God, I'm so stupid. We've been together for a year. A year, and she's never even said, I love you. Saying the words isn't the only way to tell someone you love them. But it's a big one. You should speak with her. But perhaps leave the soulmate conversation out of it. Considering she probably doesn't know. She should. Yeah, she should. But it's not your place to tell her. However blunt and insensitive Shelby is, she's right. And they should hear that from Kaylin. Then I'll speak with him. Really? Yes. I want to talk to Kaylin.
Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Mariah Clausen, Ada Gilstort, Emily Buza, Ace Crisira, ML Erhart, Wes Haas, and Kyle Burrow. This episode was sound designed and edited by Catherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot. Featuring the music of John Bartman, and I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrigian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Lafrigia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>